0: I'd like to welcome you guys to the Hunting Dog Public Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Knight. Here we will discuss competition hunts, pleasure hunts, and anything else dealing with the hunting dog. It is our sole purpose to bring awareness to preserve the sport of hunting with dogs. Without further ado, let's collar our dogs and send them on through the country. Today's word comes from John 14, 1-3. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I got to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. John 14, through 3 Today on the Hunting Dog Public Podcast, we have Mr. Clifton Robinson. We'll uh, get this thing started if you ready.
1: I'm ready. Uh, I'm a retired game warden, and the way I got into the squirrel dogs most recently was I was a guest on an a outdoor radio program, and the guy that was doing the program was Greg Selman, and he was telling me about a buddy of his going to have squirrel dogs, uh, Fyce, Kerr Cross, and I was like, you know what? I, that'd be something because when i was growing up as a kid i just had dogs right we just i just went hunting me and the dogs whatever we ran we ran You know, deer well there wasn't no deer back then but jumped a rabbit we shot a rabbit tree squirrel we treat you know shot squirrels we jumped quail we shot at them you know whatever they were just they were hungry i was hungry <laughs> That's right. so uh so when i got this puppy from uh todd mccarver i got back into it got him treating good and uh, matter of fact my son even won a uh kerr world coon hunting championship with him but anyway what year was, was that the,
0: what what year was what did you what year you think that was close you know if you I can think, remember i
1: think is i think it's around 2006 2007 Somewhere along in there. Okay. And and uh anyway, went to hunting with the kids and shooting squirrels and everything. I was like, man, I have forgotten how much fun I had as a kid with a squirrel dog. And so I've been hooked ever since and uh you know started doing the competition hunting and all that. And uh, you know, people kind of tease me about me going to so many of them because sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. You know, somebody asked me at uh, a hunt one time, they said, How many hunts do you go to in a year? And I said, 52 <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody said is that counting in weeknight pkc hunts and i was like doggone it no it wasn't <laughs>
0: that's right that's right because i mean you do yeah. honestly there ain't there's not many people that can you know and and it gets i guess it's gotten a lot better since you've recently retired or you know i say recently yes uh, yes so you Much can go better. You can go as much as you want, really now. So absolutely. Before I was kind of hindered with work. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, what about so that little old dog that you got that your son won with, and uh you both want? Is that you know got you the the competition bug?
1: Yeah, that got me the competition bug. You know, we went to the our very first hunt over at Alexander City, and I mean they had a lot of dogs at that hunt and I'm 15 or 20 or so. And how many, I do you means, remember
0: someone, was it some of
1: the same guys that you and I hunt with today still? There's a, a few of them. Andy Curley was one of them. It was there. It's about, about the only one is the UKC hunt. And back then that's, that's all I could find. So my UKC hunted and, uh, then, uh, then Todd McCarver had another little puppies by accident. He said, he was kind of like, Oh gosh, guys, I'm gonna get stuck with these dogs. I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. And I said, well, Hey, I'll take one. That's right, <laughs> and so it it was out of a OMCBA dog and a and a Kimber dog. You remember and what so they were? A, what their breeding on them was? Uh, yeah, Tree Knock and Mike would have been the granddaddy to the dog. Uh, Seeker, Cahaba River Seeker was the dog's name. Okay, he he started treeing at a very young age, and uh, Cahaba River Dot, which was changed to Southern Dot, was the daddy, and uh, Moore's Mountain Top Kate was Todd McCarver's dog, the Kimber dog so did you uh,
0: so let let me stop you there did you the cahaba river stuff is that your is that where i mean did you start that or did you how'd that come about
1: well uh greg selman and todd mccarver and i were all going to use that name you know because we was all buddies and getting dogs off of todd's dogs and then they kind of just drifted out of the the hunting and the competition hunting so I, I kept the name and and the cahaba river comes right through bibb county where i live at right so because so i've that's seen I've the southern dogs.
0: yeah you know i've seen the the southern dock and i've seen you know some cahaba river stuff over the over the years in pedigree so i was just curious if that's where you started or it was a team of you guys two or three of you it, guys it,
1: it was a team of us at that time but i guess i got the name now
0: that's right that's right and look people know that name i mean you've done you know you've done well with, especially at night i mean there ain't many people that you know I, I hate to see it go that way you know it's not a lot of the the night Kerr hunts. i know that you and jeremy garner i mean it's and look hey the umca they still do it so i mean i'm I'm right. a big ups to them um that right. um and i guess omcba too i'm sorry i, I don't want to cut them out for sure uh but you know you and jeremy garner y'all y'all do y'all do a, y'all do well at night with uh with Curdog. so anyway i hate i hate to cut you off because I, I get to thinking and i'm like well dang you know i need to ask him this but uh anyway let's get back to your uh your
1: your your, your timeline there brother all right so uh anyway i started with seeker with the umca because he wasn't eligible for Kimmer's or omcba and done done quite a good bit of good with him, and you know UKC and NKC hunted him and water raced him and all these other different things. And old Seeker earned me 17 titles, so I was pretty proud of him. Ain't no doubt about it. And so in different registries, and, and then you know, Randy Denner kept saying you need OMCBA dog, you need OMCBA dog. That's that's where it's at. So I got Abby, Cobb River Abby from uh, Troy Pugh. And actually, she's the second Abby. I had another Abby, and she's got about a year old. She's coming on strong, got hit by a car. And so I asked Troy, I said, are you going to breed them dogs again? He, he bred his uh, streaking Kate to chip her. And I said, that's where she was from, Abby. I said, are you going to do that again? He said, absolutely. I said, why don't you pick me one out? Looks just like Abby. So he did. And when that puppy was born, it looked like a clone, Cahaba River Abby, dog I got now. The other one was named Singing Abby. And so i got that puppy and i was like oh my god and i tried to give it a different name but it was impossible i just kept calling it abby every time i wanted to, <laughs> you know do anything so my son said dad you might as well just give up and i said okay so i named her abby <laughs> and buddy i'm telling you abby's done me quite well For sure. that's right
0: i've i've had the the pleasure to, to hunt with her i've been beat by her she's you know she's she's a squirrel dog i've never you know i never hunted with her at night but i do like her you know in the day she you know she actually you sent her to my house one time too uh, with Cade kennedy yep. and i mean he did really really well with that dog she got by herself and i feel like you know she got out of hearing but you know she yep. stayed you know it, it was a it wasn't a good day you know it wasn't a right, good day right. uh, she got by herself and Stay treated the whole cast, so she did yeah. exactly what she's supposed to do, but anyway,
1: yeah Abby's my uh the love of my life, man. when she passes, it's gonna be a sad day for me. matter of fact, this last weekend went over to uh Mississippi with her UMCA hunt that little heifer got under a coon and won the hunt eleven years <laughs> old, in July so she'll she'll do it day or night and uh I do want to say she is there's only nine dogs that have ever made PKC Cur champion, and she's one of them.
0: And, and i was going to, new, yeah,
1: I was go, new yeah that's level.
0: right i was going to touch on all that uh because you hunt against hounds and just like the podcast that released today he he gave a big shout out to you know the state of alabama and that's where you're from so the alabama pkc hunts are you know it, it's just like drawing a, a you
1: know a cast at the world hunt i mean there's always a good dog there oh they're tough they're tough. Oh. You know, making PKC champion ain't easy with a cur dog. You're at a disadvantage on strike, you're at a disadvantage on, on loudness, and uh, and I was on a disadvantage for, uh, let's don't say this real loud, but possums.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, because coon hunting was secondary to me, so I didn't really worry about breaking them from possums, and I got possum dogs, but they also coon dogs. And uh, possums lost me a lot of hunts. But, you know, when the dog's out there treat at night, I don't know what it is till I get there. <laughs> and ain't
0: no doubt about it. That's
1: the yeah, truth. Sam, you know, I'd rather have some meat in the tree than uh, nothing. You know? Ain't no doubt about it. Uh, but we just do it for fun, and uh, we'll just keep on doing it as long as we can.
0: That's right. Well, what about your, so, you know, you've, I guess, how old was she when she got started for
1: you? Abby, uh, she started training for me right at a, at a year old, and I started hitting some competitions with her you know, right away, but we really hit competitions in earnest at three years old. And uh, you we know, was able to beat a lot of world champions. I mean, you name a world champion in her age group, there's a good chance we beat her, but I never could get the breaks or the luck, or either I would screw up to ever get one myself. Uh, but Rylan Kennedy did get a OMCBA World Reserve Night Champion win with her, so we, we at least got that. We got a couple of NSD Dog of the Year things, and uh, those are not easy to get. You got to grind it out, and you've got to have a consistent dog to get the Dog of the Year in NSD. And we got the Combo Dog of the Year and uh, Night Kerr King Dog of the Year. And we finished second in the OMCBA Dog of the Year once with her. I didn't really know about how to run for Dog of the Year. That's just the way it panned out, you know. Right.
0: So, What did, uh, I mean, like I said, you're in Alabama, and obviously y'all have a, you know, a, a good many hunts over there, you know, NSD and stuff, and you try to do, you try to participate in all registries. Um. Yes. But. It, again like i said it's it's a lot easier if you're if if the hunts are closer but i mean i've seen you and <laughs> i've seen you in arkansas i've seen you in uh mississippi a good bit louisiana so i mean i see you you know all the time yeah, I, at I, different places so you're not you're not all shy. over that's right you're not uh you're not scared to
1: get in a truck and drive for sure no doubt I, I can't be accused of that famous line of being a backyard hunter uh-uh yeah. no way because Cause wherever the backyard is, I'll go there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? So, so you started? I mean, you started. Oh, I forget. You, I seen you in Kentucky at the World Hunting NSD. So, it's. Oh yeah, been. You know, yeah, Indiana. That's right, Indiana. That's right, that's right, that's right. So, so you, you really pushed her up, and you said she's coming eleven. Yeah, eleven in July. So you really? I mean, you've been she's got a million miles on her. So, uh, yes. So tell us some more about like, you know, where you, what you did with her and stuff.
1: Uh, I don't know. I just, I just carried her anywhere and everywhere. I wasn't afraid to unsnap her against any dog. And, uh, you know, she was just, she was my go-to for a long time. And, uh, she just started slowing down on me about two or three years ago, but every now and then she'll have a, a spurt of, uh, hunting like a young dog, you know, so I just still turn her out every once in a while. I'm going to turn her out Saturday night at UMCA coon hunt, as a matter of fact, see if she can do it again.
0: That's right. Well,
1: yeah. you know, you've
0: been, you know, you've been blessed with her for sure. She is, like I said, and, you know, she's no, people know, you know, with the way social media is, they know who she is. So there was another question I was going to ask you about her. Oh,
1: Has she, have you bred her? yeah she's been bred uh three times and uh first litter i kind of lost touch with with some of them but Hope, her, puppies, how did her puppies you breed her best, the first one the first time was the southern dog okay and uh that's where Cahabra lily come from that's daniel lutz's dog and uh, uh scotty Kane i think's got a dog named Christie out of her that's a dynamite little dog Kane or zane i can't remember his last name lee gossett's father-in-law but uh anyway best I've been able to keep up with Abby's puppies titles her puppies have earned around 17 to 20 titles wow. somewhere along in there well, that's nice and and the dog I'm hunting now that's fixing to be the uh, my lead dog Cahaba River swimmer is off of Abby in Port Bend. and Porcupine uh, Mountain Ben and she's already got a few titles herself no no hunting titles yet but she's got world tree champion and Grand tree champion and you know, a few little minor titles. I play all the games, too. That's right. You know, we, we got the other things to gauge our dogs by, bench shows, train contests, water race, or whatever. Any, anything that they got to uh, evaluate the dog, I put them in it. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just it's fun for the spectators, too, people that show up just to look at the dogs and see what they're doing. That's why train contests and bench shows are important in water races. I love water races. I wish more registries had water races because uh, I've, I've got a couple of water race champions which abby would not do abby just would not she's fast as lightning but she would not do the water races she would, mm-hmm. she would hit the water and she's out of there but Newt and beagle but they were swimming maniacs swimming machines i and, forget uh,
0: about old beagle i don't
1: you don't haul her much well she uh she's a pretty good squirrel dog good pleasure dog i've done some winning with her but she was just, every once in a while, she'd talk me in tree and you know, on a crappy tree, you know.
0: <laughs> hey, I, hey, and she, <laughs> me and you, uh, I was fortunate <laughs> enough to get by you one day in a, in a final cast. I know that. You know, yeah,
1: that was fun. Yeah, she was, yeah, she had a good day, the cast, before you, and then, then I had to, you know, our cast was pretty much dead, and I had to just try it on that one, and, and, and then she left it right at the right at the end, and she'll do that sometimes. Well, she, it was she terrible. Out it her, was 20-mile-an-hour yeah. winds, I think. Yeah, it was horrible day. But uh she'll do that in some other cats when when the go ones are tough, she'll talk me into one. Now if she trees out there three hundred yards or so, you can just go ahead and tree her and trust her. But when she's treeing up close, man, she would burn me, you know. But I mean she's won some hunts and placed well. I mean, I even got dog of the year with her in O M C B A, but uh, it's by the skin of my teeth you know and <laughs> and with and with quite a few night hunting points i got to give her credit there she she's a grand night champion she ain't a bad coon dog herself right is she out of um, abby yeah she's uh out of abby and uh homer okay
0: so you went to homer after Doc? yes i went to homer right. after Doc,
1: and then uh point by well, mountain that, being that's, that's for the, the last.
0: that's one. right so Let's talk about, so what out of, so she's out of Hummer, who else, was there any more out of Hummers,
1: Cross? Yeah, well, that dog I was talking about, Christy up in South Carolina, oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha. That, she's out of Hummer, I had the wrong litter on that, she's out of Hummer, and, and the rest of them, I just don't really know where they are, there was there was eight of them, uh, but every, every one of them turned out, I'm pretty sure. So,
0: you're a yellow dog man, in my yes. opinion. You have yes a dark dog and Newt, and yep. you have a the best of both worlds with Beagle. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, uh, so what about and, and what about the the Ben cross? How old are those? How old will they be? They just turned two. Okay, so did you keep one of them? Yeah, swimmer, swimmer inside oh, yeah, of the Ben right, cross. That's right, that's right, that's right. What about some more of them? Because
1: I like some puppies well, out of Ben well there was only uh three of them and adam o'donnell had one and they got hit by a car and i sold the other one to ross steining and he's been tre- treating killing a lot of squirrels to him and i just bought him back okay so i got two of them i got swimmer and big boy i call him big, big boy. boy i se- mm-hmm. i've been seeing
0: him the last couple of weeks on on yep. facebook yeah you yep he made the right color too yes he did he made Joe breed standard how about that exactly
1: i got a breed standard i
0: like mine to be pretty that's right <laughs> hey it don't cost you any more money to feed an ugly dog does it no uh, <laughs> i mean a pretty dog i'm sorry i'm sorry a pretty yeah, dog yeah, over yeah, over yeah. an ugly one that's right that's right yeah. well let's uh you know i hate to you know move on but look, what, what do you want to uh, so after abby who was your
1: was it was newt next oh yeah newt well i campaigned uh, beagle for dog of the year because I was like, well, Newt's already Grand Knight and Grand and and Squirrel Champion. I can get more out of Beagle, you know, toward these other titles. So I kind of set Newt aside during his prime to run Beagle for Dog of the Year, which we got. But then I switched and and Beagle started hunting a lot better for me while I was doing that. I mean, like her spirit came back. (laughs) And uh, then I started running uh, Newt for several things. Came up short a couple of times for Dog of the Year. And then this last year, I was able to. Pull two of them out, UMCA and OMCBA, and the year before I did get UKC Kerr Night Dog of the Year, and uh, had to go drive to Indiana and hunt against the defending OMCBA World Night Champion to be able to pull that one out. So I was quite proud of that. So who'd you draw there? Uh, it was uh, uh, Taylor Ridge Jet. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the that the uh, Darren Allgood's dog just won the world uh OMCBA coon hunt over abby treated coon in the last three minutes <laughs> that, to beat abby yep so well that's a little so redemption I, a little bit of redemption newt redeemed me there he he got up there we cut him loose he got in there got up right up under a coon like he was supposed to and i almost didn't make that drive you know because it's like eight and a half hours right and i was like i was like well if i don't go i ain't winning so i cranked the truck up and away we went that's right that's right so got got fortunate enough to pull that one out over a very good well-known coon dog too Uh, they're in all goods known for coon dogs that's right he sure is so because he
0: didn't he have the big daddy rip dog or something yes yes that's right Uh that's that's it that's what i was thinking yep what uh So. so you 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 drove up there with newt on and you go, when you go, you nine times out of ten are hunting your your dogs that morning, or I guess it'd be the night before, that next morning, and then that following night.
1: Correct. Well, that, that when I went to Indiana for that UKC Kerr night dog year, though, I just went just oh, for that. Oh, yeah, night. that's right. It was a night yeah. champion. Okay, okay. A night yeah, cast. Yeah, that was all that was for. And uh, we had a real good time, real good sportsmanship. They, they were just as nice and generous
0: host as you can ask for that's right and usually nine times out of ten these hunts that that you know we do have or go to they nine times out of ten they are just stand up people you know i absolutely you come and i feel bad about this but you support my hunts here in mississippi and i have never been to one of yours but there's only, there's a reason and I don't, you can yeah. tell the reason, but I don't, I don't want to, cause you know, and you say it's the stupidest thing ever
1: of for the state of Alabama, yeah. but it is yeah. the stupidest thing. And I'm glad I'm retired and I can say it now. Alabama, <laughs> Alabama requiring a hunting license for people to come over here and do field trials is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. And that's uh, right. It's, 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 it's hurt my attendance for sure. Yeah,
0: and it has, because here's the thing, I could come over there, and we got 100,000 people listening to this thing, or we got 100,000 downloads, you know, so we don't really know how many people has actually listened, because I don't never download it when I listen, but uh, anyway, with that being said, I could come over there and take the chance, you know, but dang... I'm in a, you know, I'm in a company vehicle. I, you know, I, right. I have a license that I, you know, I, I kind of take pride in that. You know, I don't, I'm not the old me. I don't do the outlaw stuff anymore. So I kind of want to do the right thing. So anyway, I've always thought that,
1: I mean, are they the only state that does that? So far, and let's hope it remains that way. I did get in a pretty good uh, heated exchange with the chief of law enforcement at the time when that passed, when I was still working and I was a lieutenant. We're gaming fish over here. It was it was pretty heated, and uh, I dare say it might have had some kind of effect on my ultimate position in my career. <laughs> I mean, I bet it did, you know, honestly. <laughs> well, if he
0: was pushing for it, you know.
1: Well, he was trying to defend it, and I was uh, eviscerating it. <laughs> you know, I was making points like, you know, it's ridiculous. to, You know, we're not shooting game. We're, no game is harm and all that. And he wanted to equate it to uh, bass fishing tournaments. And I said, you know, them bass are yanked into the boat, put in live well carried away in. And the squirrels are not. Yeah, and you don't I,
0: even touch the squirrel.
1: And then, then I argued that uh, it was good for the economy, people using motels and hotels and eating out and all that kind of stuff. Those are items that we always argued in favor of hunting and hunter education classes this is the reason we should support hunting it's good for the economy it's good for this and you know all the economic reasons we we always hammered that home in in hunter ed classes in case you know a non-hunter was listening or was attending a class or something where they get an understanding what hunters do for the economy not just hunters pay for wildlife conservation but they also boost the economy we buy trucks dog boxes feed all, all sorts of economic stimulus related to hunting and so i was making those arguments and he had the audacity to say but cliff we don't get that money talking about the game and fish division and then i had the audacity to say well then we need to quit making those arguments and points in our hunter education classes that i've done for the last 30 years
0: ain't no doubt about it you can't you know what's good for the yeah you, goose is not you know good for the game right. you can't sit there and you know argue it here but it's you know it's the exact
1: same situation and, and it's the devil to do it for this exactly you know as a game warden my job every day was to trying to find somebody violating the law that that right. that was my job but what people also don't realize is the numbers of times i defended hunters and put hunting in a, in a good light to, to a somebody was just being unreasonable by the fact that they basically just saw Hunter drive down the road, or something, and I fought hard and advocated very hard to acquire uh lands for uh public hunting. And a lot of people don't realize that they just kind of just want to hate on the game board, <laughs> you know. So, well, I just
0: want to... uh, uh, man, so uh, my whole family's law enforcement. I mean, both sides are. I grew up, so I knew the rights and wrongs, but I still done the. The outlawing, and you know, I'm not afraid to say now, because statute of limitations are up. But <laughs> I have done some bad stuff. You know, I've shot deer from the road. You know, and it's just the craziest thing. I've hunted. I've been on private land. You know, Uh turkey hunting. The you know the whole the the fence deal. Yeah, I've I've, I've crossed over onto somebody else. You know, but right. Oh. Uh, yeah, I just, man, but now I'm like, you know, let's let's do this thing right. You know, Chris, Yeah. I'm, I got a 13-year-old little boy. Let's be a good example. Not good that my, example. Hey, not that my dad wasn't a great example. Right. <laughs> he
1: just, <laughs> he, he taught me to hunt like he did. I'll just say it like that, you know. Well, you know, I had hunting in a couple of different categories. There were the revenue laws you know, hunting licenses, and you've got to raise money, or you can't run conservation agencies, and then you had the, the offenses against people, which is crossing that fence you're talking about, and then you had the offenses against the animals, like taking too many or taking them out of season, so I had three categories of those. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I mean, it's safe to say, and we've kind of got off onto your, your past employment, but, uh, uh, it's safe to say that you may have had an enemy in, in your day, in your, in your good day.
1: Yeah. And I don't, I don't I I haven't ever really let enemies bother me too much. I I still say what I want to say. And, I and, and I'm not afraid to have my own opinion. You know, because you know what the beauty of an opinion is? Everybody's got one? No, no. You're never wrong. Hey, true that. If it's an opinion, you're not wrong. I had somebody tell me once, one time, say, you know what's wrong with you? You know what your problem is? I said, no, please tell me. He said, you always think your opinion is right. And my reply to that was, well, if I didn't, wouldn't that make me an idiot? yeah ain't no doubt i mean (laughs) you and i you know you and i may not and and we've
0: been you know i ain't gonna say we've been in arguments but we we don't believe on you know agree on every single thing Uh, you know we our political stance is really really close though (laughs) i will throw that out there uh,
1: yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, i think most of the people i know have that stance that's right that's (laughs) right but uh for the most part, you know, you and I, have, we always get along. And that's what the beauty of this. I've met a lot of good people through this this hunting stuff, man. I've always dog hunting, grew up doing it. But when I touched on the, you know, I still talk to people that I coon hunted with back before my son was born, you know. And uh, yeah. I don't know, these dogs, they just,
1: it's crazy, okay. you know. Hunting dogs are a bond. I mean, it's, there's no doubt about it. Hunting with dogs is a bond, and, uh, you know, other people hunt with dogs. There's there's a natural bond there. Did uh,
0: you, so when you were in the, you know, when you were in early in your uh, game and fish career, did y'all still have deer hunting with dogs over there? Yes.
1: When I started, I started in 1986, deer hunting with dogs was probably at least half of the hunting. At least half of it. And man, I love policing that. That was the most fun ever. Really? And the other game, yeah, as other game wardens were kind of bothered by it and always wanted to celebrate the end of deer season. I nearly wanted to cry at the end of deer season. Just because just, you enjoyed yeah, cause it? it was just, yeah, I just enjoyed it and I hated to see it go. It's, it's, it's sort of like now in this competition dog hunting after saturday's over i'm like oh my god i can't wait till next saturday no i get it no i do get that <laughs> and it was the same way during hunting season particularly deer season i'm like i can't wait for deer season to come in," even though you know fishing season and all was much busier you know more people to encounter it's just something about working and hunting it just i loved it it right. didn't bother me and other game wars would get bothered you know because The pressure to please this complainer and, you know, and get this person or not get that person or, you know, it just never bothered me. I could tell somebody, you know, hey, look, all they're doing is sitting here on the road waiting on their dogs to come by. Would you rather them catch their dogs and get them off your property or would you rather them just leave and the dogs be out here running all day? You don't want the dogs here, but yet you don't want the guys here trying to catch the dogs. You know, I just try to reason and play moderator. those kind of situations now if them guys were sneaking in there trying to hunt the property or shoot from the road then yeah man i was trying to get them ain't no doubt i mean but look that's
0: (laughs) that's what your job was there for you know and exactly you know that's those kind of people and i hate to say it because i mean like i said man there's bad apples in every every sport we deal with but you know that's what makes you know the dog people look bad is the ones that are trying to hey let's pull up there with two or three dogs and we'll shoot them across that you know right. this four acre block you know run that thick at this there and we'll push them over on us you know because right. i've seen that happen i'm like man crap you know but anyway i'm you know well, it's just
1: it's that's what that's what th- what's wrong with it that that's why dog deer hunting has gone from being like half of the hunting in Alabama, I can speak to Alabama since that's where I live and where i game warden at, to near nothing, zero. And uh, But that's not the only hunting that's gone down. When, when I started dove hunting, you could find a shotgun in every backyard over every garden, and now you have to struggle to even stay busy all day on opening day sometimes. Uh, so that's why it's important as hunters to promote the sport of hunting do it ethically and legally give it as good a light as as we possibly can and 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 not hide the fact that we're hunters you know because the more we hide from the fact that we're hunters and try to stay completely out of view the less acceptable it is when somebody does see it in their view
0: that's exactly right you know we that was the point that that was the the whole meaning behind starting this podcast you know i talked to cody or you know me and cody got friends because of these these crazy dogs and you know i told him i was like man i want to start a podcast there's nobody squirrel hunting because that's when houndsman xp had just come out with the uh the the you know and they were doing coon hunting a lot and uh not yeah xp and then coon hunting university with tyler duncan and them and uh, mr eddie but uh we had uh and I was like, dang, man, ain't nobody hitting the the coon um, the squirrel hunt. So, man, I bought all this stuff. And, you know, Cody, he's one of those guys that he's real, you know, point blank. He's like, you go do it, you go do it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do, do it. And he's not a procrastinator where I am. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Well, when you go do it, he said, you care if I buy some stuff? I was like, no, I don't care. I was like, hey, I tell you what, we'll do it together and then absolutely he lit a fire under my tail because he's like hey i'm gonna interview somebody i was like all right it's getting real so we started doing it and uh man it's been a good thing because i've met a lot of people and talked to a lot of good dog men uh fooling well, with i this think thing. it's
1: a good thing i think it's a good thing y'all are doing a great job and anytime we can promote the sports of hunting especially with dogs uh we need to be doing that absolutely and that introducing
0: it, new people and everything that's exactly right and we are uh you know we do that's the whole whole thing is to get get new people involved and just bring awareness to this dog hunting because we are attacked you know i'd love to get you know i don't it's, it's i'm trying to get some i'd like to do some kind of you know which you know like i know that there was only a few young kid youth you know with the two kennedys and you know right. aldras i mean uh ellie perkins and you know there was not a whole lot of Yankee cutter shriver he still comes and goes Or, uh, but you know i'd like to do some some interviews with some some young kids and you know kind of let them tell that you know what they love about it and maybe man maybe just maybe some some kids to start start back hunting you know
1: oh that'd be a great thing i think rylan kennedy would be a star <laughs>
0: oh yeah oh yeah he's yeah, been all uh, over I yeah. ain't no doubt about it I hadn't seen him, you know, I hadn't I know that he's again probably <laughs> you remember Cade, he he grew up yeah. on us and uh he started baseball and stuff, so I'm I'm guessing Rylan is uh kinda yep. Kinda growing up on us, you know.
1: Yep, he's growing up on us and doing the baseball thing. That's right.
0: Um, well, maybe he'll he'll uh you know, miss it at some point and get back in it. I believe he will you'll keep him with something to hunt for sure huh absolutely if he ever needs a dog to handle i got one (laughs) (laughs) what uh so let's uh i guess let's you know let's go back to uh, you know before we get off i'd like to let you talk about you know any more about newt that you want to you say because i know that you've bred him a few times or actually you're breeding him a good you know i ain't gonna say a good bit but you're uh you he's getting some 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 females backed up under him you know i know you bred uh birdie she's a nice female i've drawn her Absolutely. before um uh those pups are, they should be close to a year huh
1: right 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 at a year i know i bred to uh Derek crow's jetta dog uh he come all the way from iowa because he done his research and he wanted a curcoon dog because that's, that's right. what he does that jetta dog is right now i think the number three money earning Kerr in PKC. She may may, she may be close to number two. Newt's currently fifth, I think. He was fourth and, until Jetta went to hammering it away this year, and uh, Newt's having some health issues right now, so. Yeah, you know, he... Uh... He's basically retired, but he can manage to hunt at night. He's got an enlarged heart and uh, was having some prostate trouble, but the last three females I bred him to all took. That's right. Uh, but, yeah, Newt's a little more known or appreciated, I guess I'd say, for night hunting. But, man, people really don't know what kind of squirrel dog he was because well, prime was a yeah, I I to
0: Yeah, I wanted to let you talk because I, if it's, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if it's, if my memory serves me, it was last year or the year before, the first year the LMC we had an LMC world hunt. He
1: went up there. I want to say he finished second or third. He finished third in the LMC world. That's right. And, and he had second sold up, but I wasn't there for a second. And I made a call the last two or three minutes of the hunt. And I think the squirrel bailed out because he was treed and we get about 60 yards from him. If he's got the squirrel, I'm the world champion. And, and I'd even took a minus on the very first call but even at that i'm world champion if he holds this tree and has a squirrel we get about 60 yards from him and and he leaves that tree like a jet he's treed over here to the right 80 yards just hammered i think that squirrel bailed out on him or either another squirrel run down a tree or beside him or something whatever it was so i went from a guaranteed second place if i don't make the call to third place and uh any and he also was fourth place in the world uh, NSD hut the year before. That's right. What did? But, but new, quite a squirrel dog. People don't realize it. I've had three cards with him. The year before last, I had a card at 600 plus a hundred circle. Had another card at 700 plus a hundred circle. I ain't seen those cards beat yet. And back when he was like two or so, I had a card that was about 800 plus on the nkc hunt of course that was a little bit longer hunt and it's 125 points a squirrel so i think i had eight squirrels that day it was was over over 900 points but he was he was treated every five minutes (laughs) i mean the squirrels were everywhere and uh so i had i've had three superb cards and and if anybody really wants to know i invited rylan kennedy after the omcba world hunt we came back to my house and i said tomorrow we're going to go gun hunting i'm going to show you what newt can do and we went squirrel hunting that day. Newt treed 16 times. Had 15 squirrels. <laughs> he liked that gun. So, yes, yes. So, they don't need to be overlooking because they don't think he hunts hard enough or far enough. And, you know, sometimes I'd win hunts within squirrel hunts. I'd tree one time, have one squirrel win the hunt, and somebody else might have four trees, and so, in their opinion, maybe their dog was better than Newt or whatever. Maybe he was, you know. He's just the luck of the draw. But, you know tailgates tell the story he's a squirrel dog too
0: that's right you know and i'm i'm really good friends with you know lee and brandon and all them and they are they they i mean honestly they'd love to they like i know lee does but brandon you know he's he's showing up to more to more competition hunts now uh with smack and stuff and 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 you know he's got good dogs but uh they love to they love shooting squirrels you know
1: yeah yeah absolutely it's fun but you know the the funny thing is i like the competition hunting almost as much
0: (laughs) i do too so let me ask you this so when you're hunting like today Mm -hmm. you're not going out there shooting squirrels you're going out there hunting just like it's a hour and a half cast so that's what cody and i was talking about when we're pleasure hunting we're we're hunting them just like we're competition hunting, unless it's the, you know, now there's a weekend every year that we all go down to uh, Lees and we blast away, but you know, we got a lot of slack for that because we killed 281 squirrels on a place that's, Ooh. we did, but I mean, that's 17 of us hunting or, you know, right. uh, but you know, what people didn't see is that, you know, those squirrels, we kept 50 of them for our cooking, but we donated. The other ones to the game and fish and they had a uh oh what's it was a wild game supper for a community down there and i mean they that's were awesome. every single one of them and we're gonna do it again this year but anyway oh uh, that is awesome that's, that's the kind of stuff we need to be doing that's right and and we enjoyed it man and you know again you you, you take a lot of slack on hey, what do y'all need to kill that many for i was like well this is what it, it aggravates me so bad why'd y'all kill 281 because we missed to the 282nd <laughs> one you know
1: yeah, that's right but uh as, as long as you're within the law i don't think there's any room for criticism that's right that's exactly right and, and as long as you're utilizing the game yep
0: as yeah we're not dumping them in the ditch you know that's the craziest right. thing i ever heard of but uh well yeah you know newt he like i said i keep cutting you off but go ahead and uh Tell us about some more about newt because you don't want you don't you know, you don't want people sleeping on him
1: No, absolutely. I don't need to he's out of uh, hummer and Matty ice That's either 10 or 11 world championship uh, championships just on his parents And then he's a proven dog himself. I mean, he's he's gotten me 20 something titles now. He's <laughs> a squirrel champion in UKC NKC let's see, UKC NKC OMCBA and he needs just a win to champion in UMCA, and he needs just a win to champion in NSD. So that, that's his squirrel accolades. And then he's a uh, night champion in six registries, including NSD and PKC, which he had to beat hounds to do. Uh, he's a grand night champion in, in, in several registries, and dog of the year in UKC night, and dog of the year OMCBA, dog of the year UMCA, and a second. Reserve in each of those also, uh, so he's a consistent top five winner. You know, you you got to be that to get any dog with year stuff, and uh, he's squirrel dog, coon dog. He's a combo dog. Now, did I lose some squirrel hunts because he got off on coon hunting? Yes, <laughs> he'd and, start coon hunting
0: during the daytime.
1: Yeah, and I could usually tell it. I'd be like, uh oh, and they'd be like, uh oh, what? And I said, well. We're going to be looking at a coon in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's the price you pay for a combo dog sometimes. And uh, because of that, you know, he got, well, he's a better coon dog than he is a squirrel dog. Well, he, there ain't nothing wrong with him as a squirrel dog. And uh, so, I mean, he's a combo dog. If anybody wants to breed and hope they get a squirrel or coon dog or both, I think he's the dog to go to
0: well let's talk about that let's yeah. uh let's you know let's touch on his puppies you know what are you what are you seeing out of them or are, are are any of those that are old enough to uh you know are they old enough yeah. to see
1: yeah his oldest litter is uh uh right at three i think now and Jeffrey Vinon has one of them we had him for a while my son wouldn't hunt him enough so I talked him into selling him his name is Hollis, the Caha River Hollis. And you talking about a loud dog, good squirrel dog. He's one of them. He'll be he'll be hitting the hunts this year. And the rest of them, you know, are younger than that. But what I have noticed and what I have heard from people is that his puppies are extremely smart, which he is extremely smart and loud. So if you want loud, you might get that with him. And you uh, probably will. That, that guy that uh, Derek Crow that bred his Jetta dog to him. He sent me a video. Look, it, those puppies are right out of Europe, bred about the same time as Birdie. And uh, he's done treed 20 coons with that little rascal, and he almost went an NKC squirrel hunt with him uh, mm. not too long ago. So, uh, yeah, he had a video he posted one day, unsnapped that thing in the middle of his farmyard. That dog just left out like a jet airplane, just went way off down there. You see it crossing the dam of a pond and tree just like less than two minutes i don't know how many yards that was but it looked like a long way on that video but uh he said there's some people regretting that they didn't jump on that cross when he was offering them for sale right
0: what i mean it seems like the last couple months he's been bred to a few
1: females you know yes he just got bred to uh kenny johnson's arctic dog come from arkansas it's a litter mate to some of those lost bottles dogs i'm not sure remember exactly which one right. but i think it was litter mate to murder doubt and uh, spike or ace or what whoever else is in that litter so they those squashed. are to be some good ones yeah they yeah.
0: hey the, them lost bottom boys i want to get them on here i'd love to have a you know a, get all three of them or however how many it is i can't remember d and bart and joe and uh mike i'd like to get them all at they
1: they certainly know what they're doing and they certainly do some winning ain't no doubt
0: that's right they are they tough to get by at any any time
1: yep what uh um
0: there was another dog that you bred was that the latest one that you bred new to? was her yeah
1: latest one was arctic and uh I bred to a dog that's a grand pup to Abby. It should be having puppies in the next five or six days. Hey, that you go get you one so, of them? No, because I'm trying to, to to go to all Legacy Mountain Curve bred dogs, and she didn't make it in on the Legacy Mountain Curve thing. Got you. So, otherwise I would have got one. Otherwise I would have kept her. I got her and uh, kept her for a couple of weeks. Got a f- few videos of her tree, and, and just sold her. And. Uh, Cause she had she had been laid up a pen a lot and I was like well if I can get her a tree I'll try to sell her so I got her to in a little bit and, uh, and within a week or so and was able to sell her
0: right what uh well what so swimmer and big boy that's they're next up huh? yes
1: they're they're
0: next up absolutely what are you seeing uh, out I, of them that you that you really like
1: and well, they tree hard, and uh, they're they, they looking really, really good. The only thing either one of them need is a little bit of range. And uh, swimmer is beginning to give me a little bit of range. She's She trees good. She stays good and uh, good about having a squirrel, which is the most important to me. If I get beat because, you know, I had one circle tree another guy had four i just i'm just beat i don't care because I'd, I'd rather win by him having five circle trees and me having one squirrel yes because when because when i'm pleasure hunting i don't want to walk to a circle tree Mm-mm. i want i, I want to know that i got a real good chance or i should be able to find that squirrel should be able to shoot at something I wanna shoot at something. If I'm pleasure hunting. If I'm toting that gun, I wanna be able to shoot at something. Right. So that's way more important to me than a than a dog that'll stay on a on a cold tree. Mhm. Yeah. And that's what I like about them. They're they're good about having squirrels, which I gotta say most of my dogs are. Good about having a squirrel, so you know, that's why I get that's that's why I'm somewhere in the middle usually at these hunts. <laughs> well,
0: I mean you know, Cody and I have that same conversation. His dog goes looking for squirrels, uh, and it liable to blow out of here. And mine, yes, you know, you you hunted with Tank. He would get treed, and he may or may not have one. You know what I mean? He just made yeah. you know made trees, and it suited him for the bat. He if you drew him on a bad day, man, it was it was a good chance he was gonna win because he could get treed. You know?
1: Uh, absolutely, absolutely. So,
0: but he uh. I mean, so you know, there's the, it's the game we play. It is, um, but like you said, if you are go feed a dog, you want it to tree squirrels and the live kind. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, um, so with those two dogs you got coming up, what's uh, what's the future hold for? Well, hold on, let's let's talk about. I mean, we've been on here fifty minutes, but let's talk about the. You said that you were gonna. You're trying to go to, you know, get everything you got all LMC. So you want to right. talk, yeah, t- talk about that a second, because I know that you're an advocate
1: for that. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an advocate for LMC. Since the OMCBA didn't want to do DNA requirements, I was like, well, I'm, I want to. So I just registered all of mine in the Legacy Mount Kerr thing. So now, if a guy gets a dog from me, he's gonna know and he's gonna have DNA proof that the OMCBA papers and the dogs they all match up you know what i'm saying it's but, just it's just an insurance policy for anybody getting a dog from me and they get lmc papers then you know that dog's at least right to when the lmc started that's right and
0: and with that being said you know i, I that was going to be my next question because i've been talking to some people uh i have a litter right now or a female bred and uh you know i was like man you know i just keep asking myself you know it's the omcba are they gonna eventually be irrelevant or you know or do you think that you need to get omcba papers on each litter? because i mean i feel like i do uh
1: well that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna all of my dogs will be omcba and lmc you know now i'll breed to a dog that's not lmc because you know some people just didn't get in or didn't know about it or that's right or whatever and and they can still breed to my dog but i'll have paperwork proving my dog is what they're breeding to exactly and, uh, so so i mean i'll breed to a omcba i'll breed to a Kim or umca i'll breed to a hound but you know i just want it to be right you know the paper, paperwork should be right that's right you're exactly and, right because nsd did such a good
0: you know with the dna you know it's not just nsd but uh, you know that's the registry that the squirrel dog registry that we fool with but um um it, they did such a good job with you know implementing the dna and stuff and and, yes. and and you know i mean that's like you said that's the only proof we
1: have right and and here's the deal you know the omcba i guess the membership split it was a close vote on the dna so if you're a dna supporter just deal with people that have lmc omcba dogs and if you think it's not important then get your dogs from whoever you want to that's right but but i think that it would be beneficial for the omcba to do the proof of parentage dna like lmc is doing but you know if they vote for it fine if they don't fine if if people don't vote for it and they do want dna then they just need to deal with omcba lmc dogs
0: I mean, mm-hmm. I I mean, yeah. Eventually, one or the other is going. You know, at some point, it's going to be you either all in or all out. You know what I mean? Because right. I, I do feel like so. I feel like if everybody would stick together, everybody would stick together, and they would force. You know, kind of like the uh, like the the COVID and the shot thing. You know what I mean?
1: Where did COVID yeah. go?
0: You know, my right. son come in there the other day. And he's like, "Daddy, they didn't officially rule COVID. It's just no longer a national, whatever." I said, "Son, I said that was a bunch of crap when it started." But anyway, yes, nothing, nothing's changed on COVID. <laughs> no, it sure hadn't. So I mean, it's the same COVID as it was. Now, granted, it, man, I hate to play it down because I know some people, some of my family has passed from it. You know, I guess from that. You know, that's that's what it was blamed on anyway. But right, right. anyway, I, that, we're not gonna get, go down that rabbit hole. But uh, yeah, so I just feel like, man, I just feel like that OMCBA would it would be it would grow so much more if they were like, hey, let's do it. But I mean. I haven't, you know, I haven't talked to the, I will say this, I've reached out to some OMCBA guys, representatives, and, you know, they've yet to say, you know, give me the, because I'd I'd love to talk to, you know, I want to talk to the people that are against the DNA. I want to hear their side of the story, and I want the world to know their side of the story, but they won't do it, you know, I'm going to, I'd love to. And I may do that. I may put a post on Facebook on the OMCBA page and just say, hey, is anybody that's against the DNA, would they, you know, be willing to come on the podcast and tell their side of the story? Right. So, but anyway, that's, you know, I'm not trying to start nothing because I don't, I don't never want, I, I don't like conflict. Oh, I hate it
1: actually. But, well, one thing to remember is without the OMCBA, we wouldn't have all these other things. You're exactly right. You set a mouthful
0: then because that's where it got, that's where it come from, so.
1: Yep. Without OMCBA, we wouldn't have all these other registries and all these other competitions and everything else, so. Yeah, you can't be mad at
0: them, you know, mm -hmm. be out with them totally because, again, I'm not going to be out with them totally because, I mean, Mm -hmm. I pay my dues every year. I, I haven't PKC hunted in, let's see, man, probably 2000 and, 13 probably maybe yeah 10 years maybe before maybe 11 but anyway uh I joined the P- PKC again this year because I just feel like supporting these you know I just I, I feel like that as a dog hunter and a dog you know somebody that's promoting the, the hunting dog sport I feel like I should support them I, I you know I do the Mississippi Hunting Dog Association I do uh you know i just uh, nsd umca omcba usdc you know we haven't talked a lot about usdc but i still i go to those hunts if i can you know um i tried to you know we hosted a usdc mississippi blue ribbon hunt this year so their state hunt so and i enjoyed that as well so but anyway well uh you got anything else you want to touch on? You know, give you know this now's the time. We'll, we'll let you have the floor, and you can you can uh, say anything you want to say.
1: Well, I, we can talk a little bit about starting dogs if you want to. Heck yeah, let's talk well, it. You know, people bring me dogs to start. You know, I got a lot of squirrels, and I just get silly with the dogs and get them excited and get them to bark and all. And one thing I want to say is, it pour to people how important it is to imprint. The dogs, when they're young, when they're like six weeks old, when you get that puppy, it is imperative that you get out with it, spend time with it, put it on a leash, tie it out, play with squirrel tails and squirrel hides and things like that to awaken its natural prey drive. Even if it's something as simple as breaking up weenies and throwing them out in the grass and making the dog use its nose to find the weenies and then let him use his nose to find the squirrel hide and so forth. Those sort of things are very important because I can tell when a dog arrives that's not been handled and hadn't been food with, and that dog usually takes me weeks to get him to start responding to anything, and sometimes they don't well i'll stop you right there i was the guy
0: that thought you know when i bought a puppy and this has not been over the last three years four years i know but yeah prior to that i thought early natural starters i thought that meant hey chris you go buy this puppy (laughs) you put it in a pen when you take it to the woods it's gonna start hunting by itself you know that was my mindset because right we have we always my wife's got the doodles and stuff inside and you know, I didn't never I didn't never ha- i I never have been a touchy I love dogs, don't get me wrong. But right. I never have been the let one lick me in the face and love all yeah, stuff, so, you know? Yeah. Uh so, uh but I have over the years, uh especially, you know, after I, you know, started competition hunting and stuff that these dogs do want to please you they want to you know if you're nice to them they'll be nice to you i will say that so i've started with these puppies playing with them getting them out of the pen and and playing with them in the yard and let heck just letting them run around like you said and i've got a bunch of squirrels at my house too and i i tell you what i played with a darn i sent some of my buddies a a a video the other day oh i got a, a it's a it's a puppy that's bred identical to Cody's dog. It's out of a, a different female, but uh, litter mate female, sister, just same daddy, just anyway, half brother. Anyway. Yeah. Man, I played with that thing with a blue shop towel and that stupid thing, you know, you just get him just chasing it and stuff like that. Well, heck, yeah. I drugged the stupid thing out in the woods and just was picking and playing while I was waiting on a man to get to my house. I hung that thing up in a tree and he just, oh, 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 I just blew the yes. top out of it. I'm like, look up here.
1: That's, that's what I'm talking about. If you'll do that with your dogs and you know, you can buy a squirrel scent and put it on a towel like that or get a toy. that looks like a squirrel or anything like that. And it starts imprinting upon them to look for that. That's right. I, 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 yeah. I, I believe it 100%. So you know it's that's that's been the biggest thing about starting dogs i can tell they haven't been handled or played with a dog that'll chase a ball will eventually chase a squirrel because it runs from him right so that's right if the dog it's important to at least just play with those puppies and you can be more creative and put scent on the towel or put scent on a squirrel toy and those type things or or save hides at the end of hunting season and stuff like that but it's just important to play with that puppy and, and awaken his natural prey drive. That's right. I mean, if you think about it, when they're like six weeks old or five weeks old, when you first give them their first food, four weeks old, what do they do? Boy, they smell all over the place. And then the next mm-hmm. thing, oh, there it is. All uh, right. In the wild, mama would be bringing them a dead squirrel, and they'd be looking for it like that, right? That's right. So, so you make them look for that food, you, you know, and you just gradually make things harder and harder for them and reward them when they do something right. And then when you bring that dog to me, at seven, eight months old or whatever, you know, it, you know I can fool with it with a hide for a little bit, get it barking at that. Next thing it knows, there's, hey, there's one to run from me, you know, and <laughs> that, that's, that's the way it goes,
0: you know. You're exactly right. And you spoke, you said, you know, retrieving a ball or, or, or chasing a ball. Yeah. Man. So we got a buddy over here that he he's doing some competition hunts and, uh. His name's Chris Madison and he told me he told me he teaches all of his to retrieve you know he's got say a 2 or 3 acre yard so during the week mm-hmm. that's how he exercises his dog he says I throw a tennis ball and them son are run down there to the back and he said I throw it 20 times and they will bring it back and he's like you know it gets your heart rate up you know it keeps them out of the pen for Twenty or thirty minutes, you know. If I can't go to, because I mean, he works for. I think he works for Energy or somebody like that. So, he's getting home uh-huh. close to dark and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's it's, that's pretty cool. I, I feel like I'm I'm thinking about trying that with this young puppy, get him to chasing a tennis ball and. You know. Oh, they
1: love tennis ball. These cur dogs are, are easy to teach to retrieve. I've noticed that too. I mean, they'll do that at six weeks old, Right. you know, you just roll that ball a little bit from you. They go wrestling, you pet them and you know, you just gradually do it next thing you know it. They're retrieving that thing for you. And tennis ball. They love it. That's, right. That's some, right. Add some, add some squirrel scent
0: to it. I bought <laughs> some of that. I bought a bottle of that just to, just for that, you know. Brandon was telling me, he's like, man, hey, what's it go hurt? You know, you throw that squirrel scent on that chew toy and, or that not the chew toy, but the, uh, you know, the little yeah. squirrel stuffed animal and throw it out there and let them bring it back to you, you know, or put it on the ball. I mean, they're going to eventually, you know, be running through the woods and they're like, hmm, i smelled that before. And, and, you know,
1: it just. Exactly. That's exactly it. And that's when I start these dogs, people, you know, call it dog training you really ain't training these dogs. These squirrel dogs, you do not train them. You give them opportunity.
0: You give them That's a ride
1: right. to the woods or wherever you're yes. at. You give them opportunity and then, you know, you do little things to awaken their their drive. Like we're talking about with Lee's toys and whatnot, but you ain't really training them. You're just awakening them and giving them opportunity. That's the way
0: I look at it anyway. That's right, Well, and it makes sense because, you know, you're instilling something like you said, you're starting an early prey drive. You know, hey, I've had them to where I've had caught squirrels and look, they look at it while it's in the cage. I mean, year old dogs, and I'm like, man, you, yeah, like you, it, you know, they don't have no idea. They're like, what is this guy got a squirrel? What is that thing in the squirrel? You know, they
1: run yeah, from it. Yeah, half the time like, they'll be yeah, half time they'll be scared of it. But the dog that's been chasing that tennis ball with that scent on it. You can show him that squirrel; he might be three months old and blow the top out of it. Mm-hmm.
0: You're exactly right. So it's it, I mean, it's definitely a help. You know, I talked to uh, Mister Thomas Parkhurst one time, and he's real hands on with his dogs. Uh, they come and bought a dog from me one time, and anyway, they were uh, they they're real hands on. His dad and they uh, he touches on them dogs and puppies and stuff like that every every uh you know every day so if you could socialize with them you know it sure helps out absolutely
1: no doubt you cannot over socialize them
0: how many dogs do you keep it like for the you know just say You know, you book a dog. Say, I want to send you something in, you know, August or so. I'm just throwing that out there. What? How many dogs do you you, do? You book? You know, keep at at a time for the public.
1: Two. I only only do two public dogs a month, which I thought would be real easy to do because I was doing one even when I was working, and I was like, yeah, I can do two real easy. Well, it ain't been quite so easy. I work myself (laughs) to death. If if people pay attention watching my page, they probably get annoyed by all the videos and stuff. But that's you know it's marketing show people hey no I'm doubt. At it. and I'm I'm at it all day I'm at it all matter of fact I'm looking at a squirrel right now as soon as we hang up a dog's gonna be after it. <laughs> well, what so
0: I noticed you've been hunting is that a black cur you hunting?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a guy who lives about forty five minutes from me a black cur and she's doing pretty good she still needs right. some more breaks on her but she's, she's <laughs> getting up on trees and stuff. And, uh, but yeah, she needs some more breaks.
0: Well, and you'll That's, get
1: that out of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's the first blackmouth cur I've had, so. Well, you'll do
0: fine with them, but, uh, well, shoot, man, you got, you want to, you want to touch on anything else? What, what, what else you got going on?
1: Yeah, I guess that's probably long enough. I don't know if anybody want to listen to me for over an hour. <laughs> no, they, uh, it's some people, and honestly,
0: it was people's like, you ought to get cliff on, you ought to get cliff on it. And, and, and I, you know, I thought about it at first, you know, it's just getting around to doing this thing, you know, it, with all, all right. both of us work, or I do, I work a full-time job now and Cody does as well. So we're kind of alternating. So if I call, you know, if I call you today, this one going to come out Tuesday, you know, we, I used to try to do three or four uh interviews and have some and backup but man it got to where i would interview somebody and it, they wouldn't get to hear their their conversation for a month and a half two months so i was like man I ain't oh, wow. gonna do that. yeah because we would you know we just kind of did them in order but uh well shoot man i sure appreciate you taking the time to come on here and, and talk dogs with us well man i enjoyed it i appreciate the invitation absolutely and i'll see you at some hunts pretty soon probably Absolutely. All right, brother. Well, be safe. And again, we thank you. All right, man. See you. See you, bub.